Welcome to the Kick Pod, your weekly DNM on the stuff that matters. The time has come. Welcome, <laughs> Josh Miller. We have been asking you to come on since we knew you, basically, <laughs> even when we didn't even have a podcast, <laughs> and we finally got you here. I've got to say, I think that's all inaccurate. I've been begging to come on this podcast oh God, yeah. for almost a year now. So they finally let me in. Yeah, we let Dalton in twice before we let you in once. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. Are you going to tell everyone what we had to do to bribe you to get on? Ooh, no, we'll keep that on the down low, I think. Just joking, guys, it was nothing. (laughs) (laughs) So, how are you guys? Yeah, we're back to recording via Zoom, guys. So if the audio sounds a little bit different to the last couple of weeks, it's because we're in lockdown again, um, going over Zoom. So how have you been, Laws? Yes, well, I mean, as good as possible. We didn't actually talk about lockdown last week. Mm. But, yeah, we're back. We're back in. It is crazy how quickly it starts to feel like last year and uh-huh. like we've already been in lockdown for three months. I know. When we were, like, listening to one of the press conferences conferences the other day on the TV, it just, like, it felt like, are we really in this again? I know. I know. Mm. Yes, we are. Anyway, at least we are. At the time of recording this, we are still in the one-week extended lockdown. So yes. we'll see... I'm really hoping that that is the end of it. <laughs> Joshy, have you been going in lockdown? You are very much a part of this intro, so. <laughs> <laughs> I've been good. We've been uh, obviously very busy with the little man that yeah. is now joining us on lockdown. So I must admit it's, uh, it's kind of nice. <laughs> it is very nice to be able to, you know, somewhat slow down again and, and have some quality time with the little fella. It's not been that different for us, I feel like. When you're on mat leave or paternity leave, it's like you you kind of stay at home and don't do a lot anyway. So we're kind of doing that, except we're just not seeing everyone. Yeah. You know, we don't have the visitors. Which, which is kind of nice. kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about me, aren't you? No. <laughs> I can't come to your house anymore. <laughs> but Harvey's very much looking forward to, you know, cuddles when, when you can, Laws. He really Good. is telling us, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm sure he is. It's lies, mm. lies. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, so before we get into our special shares of Mm -hmm. the week, we have Mm -hmm. got some very exciting kick updates we wanted to let you all know about. So as you all know, well, if you don't already know, you need to know because we are in our workout in winter challenge at the moment. We are three days in. It is not too late to join. You are so welcome to join us. Steffi, tell us about the workout and winter challenge, even though you can't really do it because you haven't had clearance from your doctor. Maybe I should say this, but you say it. <laughs> well, we just want, uh, we know how hard like motivation can be to find in winter. So we wanted to keep it interesting and have a new challenge for you through the months of winter. Um, and starting off with a bang with our brand new cardio Pilates. Um, we've got extra content in the app that you can follow. So basically all we're asking for you guys to do or encouraging you guys to do is to commit to three workouts a week in winter. And we can all do this together. And if you want some extra motivation, um, you can head to our community because they'll sure be super encouraging. 
one another. 100%. Yeah. Exactly right. And then the challenge log is also available in the community to help track your progress with the challenge uh, and just stay active because I think we all need a bit of motivation in winter because really we're doing this challenge for us to keep <laughs> Oh, you can't even do it for me because I want to stay motivated. I'll just be everyone's cheerleader. So much harder. You can. <laughs> yeah, Josie, you can do it too. I'll do some and, <laughs> and so with the this month's challenge with June, yeah. with this month – we have got some lives as well. And this mm-hmm. Friday, Mari will be live at 7.30 a.m. on the Kick Instagram with a live cardio Pilates session, which will be awesome. And then we have also got a new recipe. I'm going to call it a segment thing. Tasty Tuesdays. In June. Yes, definitely. What is Tasty Tuesdays? I want to be a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> so Tasty Tuesdays during the month of June, we'll be releasing two new recipes into the app. Um, for every week in June. So we're very, very excited about this. We know how much you guys get around the new recipes, as do we. And so we thought Tasty Tuesdays was a cute little... You like that one, don't you, Laws? I remember you I really the team do. And you were like, <laughs> whoever came up with Tasty Tuesdays is brilliant. But um, no, I we're very it. excited. There's some really delicious recipes coming, guys. So get excited for those. Yeah. And that is all with our kick update. So now let's move on to our special shares which joshi i'm very excited for your special share so let's start with you <laughs> she's throwing you under the bus there i have sorry i know joshi's like i don't have one so we'll just hit pause for a second what was the dinner call we had no don't steal mine i'm gonna throw you under the bus no What's it called? no that's my special share i'm gonna say it oh. you better tell me what it's called <laughs> it was the pumpkin and feta pasta from i actually don't even know the proper name but it's the pumpkin and feta pasta on KitKat. So, oh, yes. So two days ago... You think we're going to cut that out, but we're not. So... <laughs> <laughs> you have a shared anyway. special share. Anyway. We have a shared special share. But did you really enjoy so it So a couple of days ago, I was given a very uh, detailed shopping list. So Steph uh, opened up her notes app and decided to make me a shopping list, which is normally a nightmare for me. But she thought it'd be a good idea to add like Google images now to the shopping list. So I really have no excuse to ring her in a frantic panic trying to find some exotic flower of some sort. You did really well. In the health food aisle. <laughs> so I found them all. But anyway. Yeah. And the only exotic things were I asked him to get some ingredients for this pasta, which is it's super easy. This is not the exotic thing he's talking about. I also got it's him like, to get some um, <laughs> ingredients for the I was going to say, was it like feta or something? No, 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 exotic no. I, actually, I actually legit couldn't find the flower. It was so funny because when you share notes, it's like live. And I could see he was in the cheese section and I literally <laughs> typed to him in the notes. Feta should be in front of you. Um, <laughs> um, no, but the exotic ones were more so like goji berries and like um, the coconut flakes and cacao powder cacao and stuff. Cacao nibs. Oh, yeah, cacao nibs. Couldn't he was like, what the, the heck nibs. is a nib? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm making the Radical Rocky Road this week too. But anyway, back to the special share, which we are sharing yes. this special share, is the pumpkin and feta pasta in the KitKat. It is so simple and easy um to make and it was delicious and it was yeah it was unreal yeah my first thing was like where's the meat yeah <laughs> did not need it yes it was, unreal. It was a so really good. filling yeah. delicious vegetarian oh, meal that could be even a weekly little occurrence i reckon one. it will be yeah, yeah it was good like me with the one pan baked chicken like you with the one i really need to move on to another recipe <laughs> well love it Steffi, was that your special share too because you guys can you are a couple so really two for one and she we took just mine, get one but... special share <laughs> No, it's a two for one. It's a two for one. We highly recommend it. 
Okay, well, I perfect. mean, unless, you know what, our other special share in that special share was what Josh said. If you have a partner that hates shopping and never knows where <laughs> anything is, share your notes with him and add some photos in. It really works. People probably don't even know that. You can share notes from in my your phones. notes app. Yeah. You can share it yeah, to a person. So it's like a live running that. sheet. Yeah. And then you can have little boxes that like allow you to tick it, like check it and off. And it's all live. It's great. So then Steph could see where I was at in my mission at Because we're actually, <laughs> we're using the same feature, I suppose, on the notes at the moment for my feeding schedule at night. So Josh can wake up at night to Harvey and see like how long ago it was that I fed him. And if it wasn't that long ago, then he won't yeah, wake me up. I know to feed. settle him as opposed to yeah. I love that for a feed. <laughs> I feel like you are both the ambassadors for notes. So <laughs> yeah. Apple, if you're listening, every time I see you, you tell me about sharing notes and why I should do it. We're, we've actually got a shared note between the three of us, which is lovely. My first one. <laughs> so thank you very much. No, nah, it is super handy. It is super handy. And also I am taking um, a break from... Um, the inquisition of your special share. I feel like after last week, um, thank you. I think I yeah, am um, I an expert that. on TV, and I'm obviously not. Who do she I think I so am? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Go on anyway. then. Tell me what your special share is this week, Laws. Okay. Well, look. I feel like I've been saying too many TV shows. Also, I'm still watching The Good Doctor because it's about 40,000 episodes because it's not yeah. as new as I thought it was, ha, as I learned last week. Thank you. <laughs> but my special share this week is just a tip for anyone that is in lockdown right now and something that works for me and that I've been doing for the past. It's funny because we were in at about on Monday, I started feeling like the... So we went into lockdown on Friday, worked from home on Friday and then the weekend. And then Monday I started feeling super lethargic. And, you know, just, you know, the feeling, the lockdown feeling. Mm. And so then from Tuesday onwards, I have done my kick workout in the morning, got home or at home. When I say got <laughs> home, walked from my garage into my home, <laughs> even though my garage is in my home and had a shower and got dressed like I do for the workday usually. And it has made such a difference. And it's such a simple thing. And I know that doesn't work for everyone. If you feel good in your pajamas all day, that's amazing. Uh, but I found what worked well kind of, it doesn't really, when I say works me, it just makes me feel a little bit more normal. So just a reminder to everyone at home, if you are struggling with lockdown, think back to what helped you last year and try and try and do it because it does make a difference. Yeah, I mean, good on you, Lawsy. How can I hang shit on you for that? Yeah, I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna say, what you got? What you got for me now? <laughs> no, that is a really good recommendation, and I know that works for you for sure. I think there is. I, I'm a bit like in the middle with that. There's some days where I'm like, you know what? No, nah, I'm gonna make the most of this, and I'm just gonna stay in my loungewear. Yes. Um, and there was a lot of those days last year, but I think because we were all in this for the majority of last year, it does feel really nice to kind of like get ready, even if you're not going anywhere. As if you were going somewhere. I saw you post and you were in like heeled boots. Did you actually wear them all day? Yep. And Dalton was like, Laura, why on earth are you wearing heeled boots inside? It is really annoying me. And I was like, because it makes me feel good. I'm all for the daily fashion updates. I'm lazy in the <laughs> yeah. nice. I need to calm down with them. Who do I think I am? No, I'm, I don't know. I'm liking it. You keep going. <laughs> um, but yes, I did. I wore the heeled boots all day uh, until about 4, p- 4 p.m. for your information. So I didn't just get dressed and take a photo. I got dressed and stayed in my outfit. Anyway, yeah, you feel <laughs> so now for this week's DNM. Mm-hmm. which I think is a great one because it is about a long-distance relationship. Mm-hmm. And 
You know, in the question, this lovely listener has said, I think Seth did long distance with Josh. I mean, mm-hmm. we've also, we've got Seth and Josh here to help with this question. <laughs> so, Stephie, do you want to read it? Sure. Okay. <clears throat> really enjoy listening to you guys and following you on Insta. Thank you. You are just so positive, happy, normal people. Oh, that's so sweet. I used to live in Melbourne, so I just love following you guys and seeing places I recognize. I have a question topic to pose. I'm not sure, but I think Steph did long distance with Josh, but I'm sure... Wait. Not sure about me. Not sure about Laura. But I'm not sure about you, Laura. Anyway, I'm Irish and completing a master's in education in Ireland after living in Melbourne for a few years where I met my boyfriend, who's Australian. We came to Ireland last year in hopes of us both studying, but due to COVID and the never-ending lockdown in this part of the world, my boyfriend was unable to get a work visa and student visas have become extortionate money for non-Europeans. So we decided it would be easier if we went back to Australia to work because life is relatively normal for you guys and then come back here in a few months with some money in the bank. But I'm finding it so hard with the long distance. Obviously, we miss each other and it's hard to make plans partly because we don't have an end date of when we'll be back together again due to COVID restrictions and such. Do you guys have any thoughts, recommendations on dealing with this, especially with the big time difference and how not to be jealous of them? Being in lockdown, I'm living with my parents, walking in a 5k radius and doing uni work. That's pretty much it. It's really difficult not being jealous and irritated when my boyfriend is able to have fun and see friends. I know I'm not angry at him and I want him to have fun and live life, but it is difficult. So we have got someone this lovely listener is in Ireland and her partner has come back to Australia Mm -hmm. and they're doing long distance. Mm -hmm. What is your, what are your tips guys? I I have nothing to offer here. I've not done long distance. I mean, the hardest part for Josh and I, we did distance, but we were both, you know, living life to its fullest when we were in long distance. You know, I was living in New York, kind of living my dream while he was traveling the world with friends. So it's hard to relate to doing long distance and also being in lockdown, I feel, because we were constantly I know a big part of the way I was dealing with the distance was to distract myself. Um, and often I would find that it was at the end of the day when I was going to bed that I felt like the, the sadness kind of hit and the loneliness. And that's when I really, really missed him. And we were the same. We were constantly in different time zones. And that was really, really hard because I remember even there was a few times where you know I might be out for dinner with friends or something like that. And I hadn't heard from Josh all day. And then he called me, but I was at a dinner or I was at a job or something and I couldn't take that call, but that might've been the only chance we got. And that was kind of frustrating every now and again. And that was really hard to kind of um, deal with, but I don't know. It it is hard to relate though. I couldn't even imagine, um, I suppose, having less to do when you're in lockdown and not knowing when that's going to end and already being down about that. But then also having on top of that, the loneliness and, and everything of not having a partner with you. I don't know. I think you just got to find what you're what you're focusing on. So I think she said she was studying, and I think he's back working in Australia. Is that right? Um, so just stay focused on what you're doing and try to schedule those, I guess, as regular as you can. Catch ups on Facetime. I mean, yeah. we're very lucky to have Facetime. Imagine imagine being in this position mm. six or seven years ago, yeah, or, even, or even longer when there was like letters and stuff. Yeah, like you couldn't even pick up the phone. So we are quite lucky to still see and have some sort of contact of your friends and family and loved ones. So yeah, I think having time aside and like actually scheduling in those kind of conversations on zoom or FaceTime or whatever it is, um, would really help for sure. I was also thinking what could be really fun is 
Do we all, we all remember that game Words with Friends on the phone? Where it's like <laughs> no? live Scrabble. What is it? It's like, it's like it's live, live Scrabble. Scrabble. So ah! like her and her boyfriend could be playing Scrabble from other sides of the world. So you get notified when someone's made a move. Yeah. But like you're not actually directly talking, but you're still like you know, engaging with each other, which could be kind of There's fun. just so many different ways now that you can engage online. And also just remember that this won't be forever. Like yeah. it's so hard because we keep going into lockdown, you know, different parts of the world keep going into lockdown and there is so much unknown. So it's hard to stay positive, but do your best to look for the light at the end of the tunnel because it is Absolutely. there. Absolutely. That was such good advice, guys. As I said, <laughs> I don't even need to offer because I haven't been in the shoes of doing long distance and you nailed that. Um, and I feel like now I remember friend what's it called words with words with friends words with, words friends. with friends words with friends it. good. love it love it <laughs> additional so. special share bonus special <laughs> yeah. share there you go you have got your special share after all so now uh look i didn't fall over in the past week and no one told me they fell over so i don't have a clumsy story for clumsy you story. guys okay <laughs> but you know feel free to send them in and also if you do have a dnm question that you want us to answer just send it in to podcast at keepitcleaner.com.au we will answer them for you and now for today's topic which is basically just called kick pod with josh <laughs> josh <laughs> you are the topic and everyone thank you so much for sending in your questions um they were so great and we are starting off with a question about marriage and I think this is a common question. I feel like when we've done questions before, uh, this actually has come in quite a few times when I've asked people to ask you questions, Sefi. So, Joshi, you might as well answer it. How sure. has marriage changed your relationship, if it has at all? Good question. <laughs> I don't know if we can directly say it has changed our relationship um, to any extent. Mm. I think... How do I put this? It's like you have like a better sense of like, um, what's my word? Like, um, like a team. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Mm. You become like a really unified team. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we, we've been together for a long time prior to marriage. So we knew everything about each other. So it wasn't like, how long have you been together for nine years? Yeah. Oh my goodness. And, and, nearly and a like decade. Coming up to like nearly two years of marriage too, which is crazy. No, it's crazy. That's flown by. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I mean, we knew a lot about each other. So getting married didn't really, you know, bring up anything that we didn't know about yeah, each other. Right. We, we yeah. lived together for a long time. We, we knew what we're getting into. So if anything, it's been, it's just been more fun. I mean. We just had a big party, really. That's, that was what the wedding was <laughs> for <laughs> us. Wedding, <laughs> our wedding was so fun. I want to get married every year. <laughs> <laughs> that was, was literally the best. <laughs> I was actually watching a thing yesterday. If anyone's seen Ridiculousness on MTV, the host Rob Deerdeck was saying that him and his wife get married. They remarry every five years. And he's Sounds like, expensive. If, if, it does. That's, that's the first thing I thought. No, they, they are very rich, obviously. Okay. But he was like, he was like, oh, you know, it all started because in my first wedding photos, I wasn't happy with what I was wearing and how I look. So I thought, <laughs> oh, I need to redo this. So he got married again, reshot his photos and everything. Then, like, the next time, like, oh, I wish I had a better band or a better this, and then they get married again. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Like, wow. Oh, my God. Imagine, though, if you had a friend that did that or if all our friends did that. Like, do you, have to, do you buy a gift every time? Like, <laughs> that's just like, a lot of weddings to attend. Get over yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we know Lawsy doesn't want to come to our fifth wedding. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there at any parties you throw. I will be there. <laughs> Okay, well, you passed the first test, Joshy, with the first question. <laughs> Joking, there's no test here. There's no test here. Uh, so, now, this is 
my favourite question of all, I think. What went through your mind when Steph told you she was pregnant? <laughs> wow. That's actually really hard to put into words. So I'll, I'll tell you the story. Um, so we, this was, in, I found out in a period where I was actually really struggling with sleep. Yeah. And I was, um, I was actually on like sleeping tablets at the time. And this is from what I'm told from the story of the night before. So I was zonked out of he sleep on a sleeping incredibly tablet. incredibly zonked, yeah. And Steph had obviously had a suspicion that she may have been pregnant. So she'd snuck off and got a pregnancy test. And at like, I think it was like three in the morning, you said. Yeah, I mean, I had the pregnancy yeah. test because we were trying. Well, I, I mean, didn't go to the chemist sorry, at 3 no, Sorry, I meant, I, meant, I meant you like snuck into the bathroom together. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, at so she's gone up. bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, so she's gone upstairs um, and obviously done Without her, her yeah. pregnancy test and come back positive. And I always think, and I mean, she's told me before, like when she found out she was positive at three in the morning, like if that was me, I would have run downstairs and jumped (laughs) on her with excitement. But she's like, she's like, if I go wake him up now, he's going to be probably shitty or grumpy because he's zonked out of his sleeping (laughs) tablet. So I'm, I'm type of like relieved that she left it till the morning. Yeah. But, um, I guess when I found out in the morning, um, have you told the story how I found out? I mean, yeah, sort of. And I, pu- I posted the video. You were very shocked. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's probably the best word. It was shocked. And I mean, for so long, I mean, if, if anyone's been in a relationship, you try not to have a baby. Yeah. And then, and then yeah. I guess when you flick that switch and you're like, okay, now let's try have a baby. I, in my head, I mean, you, you've just been, been drummed into everyone that it takes time. And I mean, we're very, very fortunate now that it was, it was, um, yeah, we're very I guess fortunate. quicker than we expected. So on that level, I was really surprised. I was like, "Holy shit, that really come around quickly." Yeah. Um, which I mean, we're so blessed to to be able to say. But um, I was so excited. I I mean, at the time, I didn't even know what to say. I yeah, was just we were like, both a bit. Like I was that. like shaken, and yeah. it took me like I remember we were, um we walked and got a coffee or something. And I remember it just took me like half a day just to wrap my head around yeah. like, what was I was told. I just feel like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. It so was. um yeah, it was unreal unreal that's the best i love that video it's so awesome that you recorded it (laughs) i reckon i've watched it a hundred times i know i wish i I didn't swear in it though i still (laughs) can't believe steph did it you didn't notice that steph had a camera set up that was the weirdest thing well there's so many weird things when you look back at it one one, she's like sitting on the floor which she's never sat there ever and i always look at that video and i'm like why didn't i say something like you (laughs) asked me what is that and i'm just like (laughs) and then like and then she had like this like camera clamp thing hanging off the stair (laughs) like hanging up i was like i didn't even see it we've spoken about that thing that is not like a subtle yeah i didn't i didn't see any of it i mean if i had seen that i I would have been like what are you filming yeah yeah. (laughs) so it wouldn't have been as a (laughs) <laughs> but it wouldn't have been as like, I guess, a genuine reaction because I would have been like, what are you doing? Why like a sitting filming? down TikTok. Why are you filming me when I'm so yeah. tired and <laughs> Oh, my God. Nah, it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty special. Yeah. All right. Well, in, talking about my pregnancy, um, obviously I've spoken through my pregnancy journey with the community and told them how I was throughout the whole thing. How did you find, I suppose, you're my partner. How did you find my pregnancy? How did you deal with it or, I don't know, was it different? Like, was I different? How different was I? Was I moody? <laughs> I know I was, but... <laughs> I mean, it all comes with it. I, um, there was never a point where I was like, you know, you're doing my head in to an extent. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm probably lying when I said that. It's probably a couple of points. <laughs> I, I thought it was beautiful. I, and on, like, I mean, again, I'm sure you've told everyone 
you had a very beautiful pregnancy. I was, it was very it lucky. Was, we were very fortunate, um, particularly yeah. not being sick. I mean, I got I had friends who had told me like, "Buckle in, mate. It's going to be a ride." And even getting halfway through, I was like, "This has been awesome." Not not you know, not I wasn't hearing or seeing the horrid stories that I've been told. So on that front, it was really really nice. And I mean, the little things that we did throughout, like reading pregnancy stories the night before bed and. Every single night I'd lie in bed and hold her belly. And I still do that now. And it's like, he empty. does. He's <laughs> it's still, weird. He like touches my belly now and like stretches my skin and stuff. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm so used to like cuddling you and touching your belly. I mean, now every Harvey's single not night you felt, I used to fall, I mean, particularly in the end of it when you could literally feel him every yeah. night, like I would just fall asleep holding you, holding <laughs> her belly and just feeling him wiggle around on my hand. And, um, so that, like that was that was cool. But was there anything you learnt or that like surprised you or that you didn't know about pregnancy? I suppose, or was it just that I don't know, you, it didn't go how I don't know you expected just because of stories you'd heard. Nah, I mean, I just found the whole process so fascinating. Mm. Just learning about this, what your body does is crazy, <laughs> crazy, mm. and like it's just, I mean, going through it, it blows your mind what the female body does. And it you really, were, really does. It's, you, it's insane. Whilst you don't, you know, read and you weren't exactly there sitting, re- like, you know, mm. reading books or anything like that, you were really interested. If I ever wanted to, like, tell you something or, yeah. you know, I'd learned something about what was going on, you were always quite intrigued and interested yeah. in all of that. That's one thing I did admire about your journey was how much you educated yourself across the range of every kind of platform of education you took it all on and you a lot of people like read one thing and that's what they just live by yeah where you were very open-minded to a lot of different techniques and opinions and yeah information sources and i mean there was you just did a lot of self-education on it which was awesome i was so much like you though laws there was so much i didn't know mm. before i was pregnant so i just found like it was just so fast what you said it was so fascinating to mm. learn everything that was going on and to kind of prep myself in a way that i don't know even every um was every fourth week the app would update and show like a different fruit of what the baby is. Yeah, and, and like little facts and, and like stuff. little facts like yeah. he's now got a fully functioning lung and like, yeah, I think it was almost like, actually it was every week. Every week it would have a new fact, yeah. and on that Monday because we, we, our weeks happened oh, to land was cool, on a Monday, yeah. Yeah. we would be like on our coffee walk, and I'd be like, okay, this is the fact for the week. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he can, he's now got hair. Or like, <laughs> yeah, that was cool. That, and I mean. And we had most of our pregnancy through COVID too. So we were yeah. very, um, mm. I mean, we were together. Like It was good though because we could out. be together yeah, yeah, and so, be slow. And... Yeah. So Joshy, I don't know if this is a question for Joshy or Steffi because <laughs> we will see. But one of the most popular things that everyone was asking was about if they have a partner who's pregnant, how to support them. So Joshy, was there anything you did in particular that you found helped Steph or you thought helped Steph? And then we will find out today, <laughs> right now, if it really helped. <laughs> da, um, da, da. <laughs> I mean, I guess I just took a really conscious um, attitude on just trying to be as helpful as possible across the board. I mean, I, in my own... Um, in my own head, I you know I've since learnt that I went into a major nesting period across COVID with your really lawn, <laughs> with your really, damn lawn, really just just with everything. <laughs> everything. I mean, he just wanted to. We, yeah. I went crazy in the house. I cleared everything out. I repainted things. I built rooms in places that there shouldn't be rooms, and I fully <laughs> ripped out my whole garden. I redid a driveway. I went. I went mad. You really do. Um, and Dalton's like, was, I don't know how to like, I don't know, screw a box together. And you're like, I just made a shed. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I guess, I guess in my head, because at one point I'm like, what am I doing? I'm just going crazy, creating all this work for myself. But I guess in turn, I was trying to just make once he arrived as comfortable and as, I guess, organized and clean as possible. So it wasn't stressful then. But I guess things for directly for Steph, I mean, it was just majority was just trying to have a really positive outlook on everything. Yeah. Because if you weigh down on little things and get overly stressed about little shit, it just escalates and yeah. there's just no point. So I was just trying to be very level-headed and, I guess, positive across the board. You um, were you were very helpful. But I remember it was funny because, again, I was so blessed with such a comfortable um, pregnancy, you know, low risk and everything, that I was quite able, like, during my whole pregnancy, mm. I was able to, you know, do everything and um, all that sort of stuff. And so I feel like when it got to the, you know, third trimester where I suddenly, like, was a little less able or, you know, was told not to take the stairs as much as possible and all that sort of stuff for my pelvis and everything, when I started to, like ask you to do something or you were so used to me being so able that you'd kind of it was just like you know if I wasn't pregnant and I was asking you to do something it was kind of like oh we you know you've got legs and I'm not meaning that in the rude way I'm just meaning that in the way that partners often talk to each other and then I'd kind of be like "Mm, but I'm pregnant and be like oh yeah like (laughs) because I was so lucky for so long that I was yeah I was really happy to like continue cooking and like walking and like doing all my stuff and I liked functioning that way and liked you know feeling as normal as possible so when it all kind of hit me and I did have to slow down I think that was like hard for the both of us because we were just like oh yeah okay what was was good though (laughs) is what we what we did as well as Steph as everyone would be very aware that she loves her walk yeah so I fully adapt that I mean you did prior to pregnancy you did not like you walking. You had to rip me out by my toenail to get me to go for a, a stroll down <laughs> the street. It was actually probably prior to COVID. I got you into it before pregnancy. Yeah. I got you into it, it got to COVID. a point where we were walking every single day, every morning. It, it became, like our a, became, our, became our ritual. Yeah. So, I mean, that was, again, a conscious thing to, you know, a nice time together in the morning and a nice little... And even when I had to slow it down to, like, just a kilometre, you were still very encouraging <laughs> to, like... It was funny because... Yeah when we first started walking heaps, I'd be like, what are you doing? She like power walks. Oh yeah, she does. Like, so true. It's like, so true. Why are you true. jogging when you were supposed to be on a walk? And then by the end of the other time, I'm, I was I'm like dawdling and I'm like, would you hurry up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, I think that's, yeah, up to 30 weeks, Steph, you were like still like, honestly, like you were entering the Olympics for speed. And then all of a sudden I was like, hang on. It was because I was then, when I was walking with you too, I was walking so fast because I'm like so used to walking next to you and you're like this yeah. Olympic athlete. And then I was like, oh wow, this is the only time in my life I can walk yeah. faster than you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was good. It was good. So I suppose like, but to, to the people asking, you know, how they can be supportive, it's just... It's just knowing. Be, be everything you can be. Yeah. It's simple as that. Do everything I, you possibly can. I think when you understand more about pregnancy, like yeah. as you learned more about what my body was actually going through, yeah. you became a lot more like. Yeah. I mean, there were so many times where I was like, I wish I could just take half of it. Like I kept saying, thank you so much for building my little man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you kept like, calling me like an oven or a factory or something. Yeah, like a factory <laughs> oven. You're, just, you're just, just working away, creating this thing. But Romantic. Like, when, yeah, <laughs> I know, right? But when you can, when you can see that, you know, someone's taking all that on themselves. All you want to do is be able to help and support as much as you can yeah, Yeah, in any Mm. way. And when we're coming to the last bit, like I I did really start to struggle and I'm not talking about the physical side of things, you know, with not being able to go up the stairs as many times or anything like that. But emotionally, I really struggled in that last bit, particularly when I was like 39 weeks onwards, because I really had had in my head that I was going to go early for some reason. Mm. And 
no matter how many times people told me don't do that because you'll get upset. I did not listen to them. I should have. Um, and it really played on my mental health. And I know you picked up on that because you were really supportive in that time and really tried to make, you know, the environment the the least stressful as possible and like watch Disney movies with me. We literally watched all four Toy Stories together. Um, you set up the nursery like for a sleepover. It that was, was in a, 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 a pivotal moment where mm. you were, you were down and out. I was really down and out. So upset and just, yeah, you were so stressed in your own head that potentially you were, you know, from your own stress, you were causing the baby not to calm. Yeah. And it was just like this, mm evolving kind of thing that you're going through so yeah and that was fun that night you seem to have such a level head though like it i don't know did, were you affected at all when he wasn't here on time or you were really just like it, it'll happen i don't know yeah i mean I, w- I wouldn't say i was affected i was we were just excited yeah. i mean like like we like Seth said we were so i mean we we're under the impression that he could have come early and we we're and we're talking like by the time he came, we were ready like five weeks yeah, before Yeah, we that. had the hospital. <laughs> so if he had to come five weeks earlier, we had the bag at the door and yeah. the room set. Like we were ready over a month before he come. So to do five weeks of like any minute mm. attitude, it was, it was drain not draining. No. But by the end, you're going, where is he? Why isn't he coming out? And then you were questioning yourself. Like, yeah. what am I doing wrong? Why isn't he coming? Yeah. So I guess in that period, it was just making her... Yeah. Trying to bring as much comfort into the process as physically possible. Did you find that people like asking us if he was there, did that affect you at all? Because it affected me, but no, I, maybe that's just because I was pregnant. It, by the end, I could see that was eating you alive. Yeah. Literally. Because mm. Instagram messages, friends, text messages, phone calls from grandparents, the doorbell ringing, the postman, the neighbor, everyone. <laughs> so true. Where is he? What? Why isn't he here oh, yet? Still like, pregnant. Oh, you're still pregnant. And like. And I that overdue I mean you know you can't really go that much more overdue I think these days Mm. they I think max is like two weeks maybe overdue but you know I definitely (laughs) I I was reaching out to everyone that I had like that was going to contact me family friends um etc being like pump the brakes on the (laughs) when's the baby coming questions because it's uh it's taking its toll so the last week everyone kind of really backed off a little bit but yeah how are you feeling like leading up to the birth were you, you just positive were you just excited yeah, and I'll, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't nervous. Mm-hmm. It was really, I was really nerve-wracking. I, I hadn't, we had never been through that process. Mm. And I guess, um, I mean, having to, like, being induced in the end, we were, like, waiting for that moment of, holy crap, your borders are broken. Yeah. And that, like, <laughs> like I, I envisioned myself a hundred million times, like, carrying her to the car and, like, <laughs> driving it for him in the morning in the rain to the hospital and, like, like a know, movie. getting a flat tire and, like, everything going wrong. That's what the movies yeah. make you feel Every like. Hollywood and, and movie I, ever is that. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, in the end, we just parked our car and walked into the hospital and sat <laughs> in a bed. Like, it was really crazy in the end. Crazy? Uh, oh, man, it wasn't. It wasn't, like, there was no panic. No, yeah, you're so right. Like, I, I even remember when we were parking, you were, like, you were like, oh my god! Imagine, imagine coming here and trying to find a park when, when you're in. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're in like a three-level high car park, and imagine doing that when you the car's full of like your, my waters, your waters and <laughs> attractions, and so yeah. But I mean, I was I was nervous for the unknown, but I was also yeah. um, and a little bit of a shout out to my friend Mitch Orville. I remember I never forget, and I really took it on board. He told me moments before he went into labour with Chloe. He goes mate, I'm so ready for this. Like, I'm ready. It's like grand final day. I'm just ready to be everything I possibly can. And I took that and I was like, that's the best attitude ever. So that's how I went into it, being just like, 
this is Steph's day and whatever she needs will do. And it was, yeah, it was awesome. I'm going to need some of those mindsets when I'm pregnant. Slash. <laughs> I'll, come give you, I'll come give you a hand. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll drive you to hospital. So how was it for you? How did you feel? Especially, I want to ask you, during the time that when you guys had a bit of a scare, yeah. how did that feel for you? Did you feel anxious or hopeless? Like, how did you get through that? I mean, overall, I mean, it was, I don't even know what word to say for the whole thing. It was... um A lot. It was a lot. <laughs> I mean, and, and, the, and, and it's a lot in the fact that it's a journey from... I guess starting labor to climaxing to having a baby. Climaxing, like, climaxing. To have it, well, let's what kind of I know what you mean. Talking though. about I know you. the journey. Well, that was the journey of that was how the day before. Oh, you mean labor day? Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> the the build from yeah from, from the start, no contractions to like yeah. he's now crowning yeah. is is crazy and it's a journey too and it was it was nice the fact that I guess well I mean it would be the same for I mean most people that it was our first baby and neither of us knew what to expect. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, each each part had its ups and downs. Each part was exciting, scary. I felt helpless, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But you were like just a trooper. So Steph made me feel better. There's points where I'm like, yeah. I just sat, there's, there's times I just sat back and just in awe, like, what is happening here? This is it's just crazy. But you say you sat back. You were literally on your feet <laughs> next to me the whole I was, time. I wish I had a step count that day. It would have been a lot. <laughs> we had our feet for like 30 hours or something. Um, yeah, by the end of the day, I like had to force him to take a nap because I'd seen, yes, I had had the labor, but like I'd seen, he'd, he'd helped me through everything. So I was like, you need to mm. sleep as well. You just, yeah. I mean, if I can give any advice, you just got to be there for every single step. So w- whatever that is, whether it's a heat pack, a back massage or hold the weight out of your back for five minutes you were very intrigued by a lot of it too like you wanted to know how everything worked when the monitor was on you were asking like okay so what's that showing and what's that and you just really wanted to be across everything um and you were definitely i learned a lot that day i learned about about how to put a catheter in yeah he was very interested in that i was like i'm coming down the business end i want to see how this (laughs) works so i got a lesson on how to put a catheter in i feel like that's so you joshy yeah. Like every time you just love learning how things work, like yeah. cars, for example, like Laura, do you want to see how this engine like connects to this? And I'm like, uh, Steph, nope. please, I bought this situation. Like we need to leave. I need to leave this situation. I don't want to listen. But I love, that's an amazing trait about you. And I've always wished that I was more inquisitive about how things worked. But yeah, that's so nice. But like back to what Laws was talking about when Harvey's heart rate dropped that moment. Because anyone that listened, I mean, if you haven't listened to my birth story, um, feel free to go back and listen to it. But basically, once I had the epidural, um, there was a moment where my blood pressure um, lowered. And in that, it affected Harvey's heart rate. And all the doctors had to stay in and like monitor. And it was a bit scary because they didn't really say anything at the start. But then... Once I asked what was going on, they were kind of like, oh, we just have to monitor him for a bit because his heart rate's dropping. And then we both looked at the monitor and realised how low it was. And So that was um, that was the most intense part of the whole thing because as soon as the epidural kind of went in, everything then really ramped up. 
And it, it, was, it was, when I say ramped up, like the contractions got heavier and more rapid and... Yeah, but they were easier. For yeah, me. easier for you, but like, but like stuff the, the was process was getting very yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah. You knew it was coming closer to the finish line. We'd been working through something for 12 hours <laughs> and all of a sudden it was like, righto, now in a, in, a, in a matter of hours kind of was all yeah. happening again. And then, yeah, in that moment, that was, that was intense. You left, you went to the bathroom. <laughs> I did. Why did you go to the bathroom? I needed a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I needed a moment. It was... It was so intense. And, like, you try and be so positive and strong that whole time. And then, yeah, when there's, like, five people in there, like, kind of frantically around monitors and, yeah, and Steph was absolutely zonked. She looked like she was just done at that point. So it was, yeah, it was full on. So, yeah, I needed a minute mm. to compose myself and come back out positive again for Steph. <laughs> oh. So what about when... He finally did come out. Um, how did you feel? Did you have that kind of moment that everyone talks about? Were you like in love instantly? Well, I mean, I mean, have you explained that I was lucky enough to bring him into the world? How did you find that? That was unreal. That was <laughs> so. In that, I get. I think it was like thirty minutes of Steph pushing. I mean, probably for twenty-five of it, you could see his whole head. Yeah. So. um yeah, there was there was moments within there where I kind of just sat there, just rubbing Steph's leg with my jaw on the floor, just being <laughs> like, just so taken back by the whole thing. I mean, and I mean, I've I've heard a million stories about blokes being your favorite cringe. pub burning down. That yeah. actually came through as a question. Like I'm not even did kidding. it. Yeah, that, that term came through as a question. I hate yeah. that question. You know, know what? I but know. you know what? I I. What's so funny is I'd heard that a million times, all those things, and not yeah, once, like you'll never basically what it means, guys. Moment, if, if you don't know what we're talking about, basically it's men saying, you know, you'll never look at your wife's or partner's vagina it's again the same, the same again after you've seen yeah. the baby come out of it. Yeah. And to be completely honest and truthful, I did not, in one moment of that whole process, think like anything that. like that because mm. I was so just in awe of what was happening, and like you're seeing like your son come towards you, like it's. Yeah, and I mean, if we don't want to go too graphic, but there was nothing too too horrific happening down there at that point. Yeah, at any point actually. So I guess I guess there'd be some some things that might happen that might make it a little bit more gruesome. But um, I didn't even think along that line. So, and then yeah, like um, Steph had told in the story, I was actually asked to put the gloves on, and, and when he come when he, when he actually crowned, I like held his head and, oh. and turned turned his body and helped pull him out and hold him and then pass him up to Steph's chest. So that's something I will never ever ever forget in a million years. That was just incredible. Did you cry? Yeah, heaps. <laughs> no. actually, there was a point though when I was like, um, when I passed him to you, I was like, I wasn't like tearing, crying. I was like, couldn't breathe. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like that. Like it was just a million emotions just oozing out in yeah. one second. It was really overwhelming. It was yeah. like. Yeah. Isn't it the best again, moment needed, of your life? I need a little bathroom visit at that point too again. <laughs> <laughs> Get my shit together. Um, 100%, yeah. It's, yeah, you can never... You can't compare it to anything. Nothing even comes close to yeah. that in your life. Like, what could you ever do that's the same as doing that? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That was cool. <laughs> Let's have another one. <laughs> so, now... Because you are the tip master of the day, I would another question about tips from you, not footy tips, uh, no. labour tips. So what are your recommendations or things that you found really helped Steffi during the long labour 
that she had. Mm. So yeah, other actually, people can take that on. Yeah, we had a lot of people asking who said that they had a partner that were pregnant and they wanted to know what they through could do. Through pregnancy or through... Through labour. Labor. Through labour, yeah. in the birth. Yeah. yeah. You just got to be on everything. <laughs> there's no there's no answer Whatever they because ask for. everything, every... I mean, every experience is going to be different. Every mm, bird's going to be different. Yeah. But you just got to be on. I mean, you see all these photos on Instagram with, like, dad's eating pizza and shit, and it's like, would <laughs> you be that. this guy? Don't do that. I mean, you, yeah, you just got to be on. You got to just do everything. You got to make that process for your partner as physically comfortable as possible. Mm. And that's really it. Whatever that entails. That's really it. Yeah. You just got to I mean, be there. You got to do the everything. little things, like you prepped a bunch of, we both prepped a bunch of snacks, which I ended up not really feeling like eating I much. Think I so you ate all of <laughs> But like you, you the little things like you know we we packed um, little fairy lights yeah, that we put that in the really room nice. to like make it you somewhat were always homey. onto that like as soon as we got in the best suite you like got fairy music. lights out and we had playlists going we had we had a whole range of music that day yeah <laughs> yeah um, we actually should look back I think he he actually came out to an Ed Sheeran song we he should did. try. Find that song. Find that song. <laughs> yeah, I remember looking back at the video and thinking, oh, I mean, I need to remember that song, but I haven't put it in my head. <laughs> but to answer that question, it's it's very simple. Just just whatever you can do. I mean, maybe mm. talk to your partner before you guys go to the hospital, yeah. and I mean, like, well before you go to the hospital, and yeah, ask the what they think that they might like. Because yeah. that's the thing is, like, you don't really know until mm. you're in the situation what you're gonna want. Like, I randomly wanted orange juice with crushed ice. And that's like mm. all I wanted. Couldn't have prepped that one. No, like I would, I would have not. <laughs> Will with my esky. <laughs> but like, yeah. So maybe I mean, but you know, if there's someone who thinks that they might like, you know, to learn some pressure points or massages or like get a playlist ready or whatever yeah. it is, like. I mean, we did that. I massaged your foot for hours yeah, you with found pressure, pressure points. Oh, pressure points in your calf yeah. that our acupuncture guy yeah. told us about. Yeah, yeah. So I did that for. So yeah, try and have ages. a conversation beforehand, and then on the actual day, just. Be as available as you can. Yeah. And it, do you know what? I, I Everyone has a different, like, um, I suppose, not everyone can get down at the business end. And I understand that. Like, that's not... I was told one in four anything. guys faint by the well, midwife. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> that, it's not, that would be really intense. <laughs> it's not your fault if you can't handle that sort of thing. Like, Absolutely. don't get too down on yourself. And also, to the people pregnant out there, don't get too angry at your partner if... That if they're not going to be the type that's going to deliver or, or whatever, mm. because yeah. it is very overwhelming and it's not for everyone. But if that is the case, at least be by their side and like upholding their hand or whatever mm. else they want you to be doing. Um, I think there were so many times where I was just trying to be as encouraging as possible, being like, you know, you've got this, breathe through it. And I was literally just waiting for like a clip around the head <laughs> or a kick in the teeth or something because. I was, I was like, any minute you're going to be like, shut up, I'm breathing, or like, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> but again, I but think again, that's, that's the all movies. You can s- that's that- the movies that make you think yeah. that because really your body's like flowing in with oxytocin. You're like, you, you yeah. could be, and which is what I was by the time I got to the pushing point, really over the moon and much as much pain you're in, how exhausted you're in, like you're still full of love at the same time. So, mm. um. Yeah, I mean, obviously, that's that's my experience, though. Yeah. There's probably li- women I'm listening sure to this be... that's like, um, I wanted to kill my partner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was, I was waiting for it. Because, again, like, you feel so helpless in, yeah. in one aspect. You're literally standing there, type of like doing nothing mm. while your partner's going through immense pain and pressure and everything else, and you're just standing there telling her you've got it. I, when Steph had the epidural, I said to the nurse, I said, how many people walk in here and be like, right, oh, give it to me straight away because... 
Which I think a lot. A she lot was like, a lot of people on their second birth. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people on their second birth are like, give me the drugs. Um, all right, well, now we've been parents for what, like five weeks? Yeah, it feels like five months already. <laughs> What's been your favourite part of being Harvey's dad and your least favourite part about parenting so far? I don't have a least favourite part. That's adorable, but like, I don't. you don't have anything to say? <laughs> I don't. There's no How about lack part. of sleep? Your sleep I mean, has frust- decreased. It's frustrating, but it's not. It's like it's just it is what it is. I mean, we've like we've recently had a couple of moments where we've had really really shitty nights mm. that are hard. Like they're really hard and really testing. They but are then testing. in those word. moments, we've also both times come together and found a great, a great positive in it and been like, you know what, it is what it is. And that's at four in the morning when you haven't slept since like ten. So it just is what it is. So there's I don't have a least least favorite part because that's just part. Okay. Um, but my favourite part is, I guess, very similar. It's being... He's so dependent on us mm. and me. So it's you like... like being needed and wanted. Yeah, like, that's such a nice that's thing. That's actually true. When he's crying and stuff, it, you actually find it quite... He's He loves being soothed and settled by Josh. There's mm. something about Josh's arms and chest that just soothes him Probably quicker so than me. They're so lovely. Quicker than me. And I reckon... <laughs> I mean, they say sometimes that can be the case because they can smell the mother's milk. So, like, if they're smelling the mother's milk, then they want to... They just want your boob. Um, but, like, yeah, if Josh picks him up, he's, he gets soothed a lot quicker. Yeah. And I think you Smooth skin. Extra yeah. silky I, skin. I love it. And, I mean, every day, like, literally every day, he changes by a little bit. And mm. particularly right now where we're in, he's, you know, he's becoming so much more... Alert. Alert, and his eyes are following you, and we're getting smiles now, and he knows you're there, and... Yeah, it's it's epic. Every day is better than the last type of thing at the minute. <laughs> well, Love that's it. beautiful. Love and it. I think it's because, Joshy, you're extra soft skin. <laughs> Joking. That's <is> so <laughs> weird for me to say. I just felt like I had to say something funny there, but it, <laughs> that just came out really creepy. I don't know how soft Josh's skin is. Anyway, so now you can take this question however you like it. You can take it in a serious way, a silly way, a wink way. And that question is, do you miss having a alone time, wink, with Sevi? Yes. <laughs> Your choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I do, 100%. I mean... Um, if you said no, I feel like we'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I do. No, you do. But we've, we've you know, even just two days ago, I think it was, we, um, we gave Harvey to my brother and we went for a walk for an hour and mm. it was awesome. And that was, I said to Steph, like, we need to go have a minute just alone just to go walk and not talk about work and or Harvey and just go for a stroll so we did that and that was nice mm. but to answer your question with a wink yes <laughs> absolutely so I'm uh, between me and you laws I'm hanging for this six week check <laughs> <laughs> between me and you and all of our listeners no problem yeah. I will keep and then, it to myself <laughs> I think I was speaking to you about this laws the other day like I think what I need because I do miss the alone time but we keep getting in the bad habit of waiting for our alone time when we put Harvey down at the end of the night and we need to stop doing that. We need to find our alone time. Well, that's how we went for a walk. Yeah, that's what I mean. We need to do those kind of things more often or, mm. like, yeah, connect, I think, in the day a little bit more um, for those alone moments because, yeah. It is now a, it now is. when we put Harvey down, I'm like, ah, gone to bed. That's it. <laughs> Lights off. Don't talk Done. to me. I'm rolling over. <laughs> You're welcome to spoon me, but that's it. <laughs> And then it's like, you're too hot, go away. 
<laughs> oh, my God. Did you say spoon? You're welcome to spoon me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I thought you said something else. And I was like, okay, that is a strange <laughs> word. <laughs> anyway. No. No. <laughs> Dirty man. Um, okay, last question, Joshy. If you – obviously, he's only just becoming a little bit more alert and everything. So, think a little bit more into the future. What are you most excited about being a dad? And don't say buying him a motorbike. My list is too long. <laughs> and you know that, like, wholeheartedly. I'm, I'm so excited for, like – You're very playful. Yeah. I can't – I just cannot wait until he can, like, walk and be adventurous because, hmm. yeah, I'm super playful and I can't wait for things like – building cubby houses and riding motorbikes and teaching him how to ride his bike and, I don't know. Hide and seek. Playing golf and hide and seek and learning how to kick a footy and, oh, I can't wait for all that stuff. <laughs> I feel like my relationship with him will be ten times once we can do stuff like that together. I think a lot of dads um, and, you know, partners and stuff think that. Because at the yeah. moment he's so dependent on me for food and stuff mm. like that. So yeah. I feel like once he, like is a little bit more dependent on you all can yeah. like interact with you that's when yeah yeah i'm also too like when i grew up and i mean no discredit to my own dad but he worked um mm. insane hours almost to from from when i was guys. born to he still does today literally in the same business today um and he wasn't really around as in for all those things i just mentioned like dad was still my cricket coach and stuff growing up but he would get home, you know, I would see dad on the weekends really because mm. um, he would get home at 7.30, 8 o'clock at night, 9 o'clock at night, have dinner and go to bed and mm. be back in the morning. So to make myself available for Harvey way more, is in that's like I want, that's what I wanted from my dad when I was a little fella. And mm. I think that's been the biggest motivator for you as a young, like in your young 20s, that's why you worked so hard mm. because you, you kind of wanted to get to a point where yeah. you could almost step back a little bit when it came time to having a kid because you obviously appreciated yeah. what your dad's hard work provided yeah, you 100%. in your life. But yeah. the thing that you missed was that extra time. Yeah. And I had mates at school who had very hands-on dads and very, mm. um, you know, best best mate dads as such as, you know, growing up. And I, I wanted that so bad. But obviously I knew, like, our situations were very different. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And you guys obviously, like... We, we are in, you're so lucky that you, I, mean, you, I mean, you're not really lucky because you work very hard to get there, that you, you are in a position and with you, Steffi, working, you do work a lot <laughs> and even now you haven't really slowed down too much. Yes, I um, have. Yeah, a, li- a little bit, but still, um, but you are in a, in a position to, to be able to, to do that. And obviously we acknowledge that not everyone is, is in a position to yeah. be able to well, that's you know, exactly right. scale that's down the, work. But. And that's, I guess, where my dad was at. So mm, yeah. everyone's different, but yeah, I just, yeah just want to be as hands-on and as there i want to be my son's mate that's 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 so nice (laughs) yeah oh i love that well joshy that's finished now how did you (laughs) was it as bad as you thought it would be I've been begging to come on here. Thank you so much for letting me be here guys finally (laughs) i don't know why you don't want me on here (laughs) will you be will you be back oh i have to speak to my agent Uh, that's, that's a running gag. It's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my well, God, backpedal. 
Thank you very, very much, Joshi, for coming on and joining us. Um, thank you, Steffi, for being sleep deprived and still being on here. Joshi, you're also sleep deprived, so thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening. We are so excited for the Workout in Winter Challenge, so make sure you're joining us. And as we said at the start, it's not too late. Come and, come and join us. We'll motivate, mo- motivate, motivate each other together. And if you would like to find more about Keep It Cleaner, we have got a free trial, www www.keepitcleaner.com.au or you can find us in the app store on android and ios and you can find us on social media joshy we promised a shout out to your insta so tell us there's some lawn inspo (laughs) some dad inspo uh some fashion inspo on there (laughs) you can find him at it josh miller is that your handle at the moment it's Josh Miller, that is. Yeah, wonderful. Because you've had a few, you've had Jane Miller 14. I'm a a sucker for replying to every message. So if there is anyone who wants to tell their their partners, if they want to message me for advice, if they're going through a pregnancy or whatever, then hit me up. I talk to everyone. That's so nice. It's really nice, Joshy. So if anyone wants to message me and ask questions, I'd happily get back to you. Steffi, can you offer the same? No, joking. <laughs> it's like literally would be on her phone like 48 hours a day. Joking. I'm not throwing you <laughs> under the bus because it would be impossible. Um, and you can find Steffi at Steph Glesmith and me at Laura.Henshaw and keep it cleaner at keep it cleaner. And that is all. <laughs> that is all the hands we will we've be got back for you. <laughs> next Wednesday and I will be doing the outro. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.